to our first Brookscast, this is our first episode today, and we're interviewing Jenny and Henry. And I'm Julian. I'm Jay. And I'm Anna. Jenny, um, I would like to ask you if you, at the beginning, if you could like explain about your campaign and how did you start it? What is it? So what we're doing is something called Electronic Swatch Campaign, which is trying to get Oxenbrook to sign up to Electronic Swatch, which is basically um, trying to stop work like <laughs> human rights abuses okay. mm-hmm. in electronics factories. Okay. So where they make computers and TVs and everything. And um, where are those factories based? What countries so that are you is, talking about? So it could be like everywhere, but usually not Western countries, but okay. like Bangladesh, typical Korea, mm. um, India, you know, all of these standard developing countries. And um, say, so, wow, that's, that's quite big for like university thing. How did you initiate it? How did you get it started? So I'm basically doing um, about sweatshops in my dissertation. And I was just Googling around. And then I came over something called People and Planet. And it said that they had a campaign going on at Oxenbrooks about sweatshop free. Um, so I just like email them and just asked if it was something I could help out where I didn't really think about starting a campaign. But they called me and were really excited about the email and asked me to actually got it, like getting it going at Brooks. So I thought that would be cool and a challenge. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like, I was going to ask, like, what are the hurdles you had then? Um, at That's first, nice. I didn't really understand the whole concept of mm-hmm. it. But they were really helpful and they just said like they were going to set up this meeting and all I had to do was just getting people to, mm. to come to this meeting and she, from People in Plan, just came and just talked about everything and just got us involved mm. and told us like how we could do this campaign at the, at the uni. Okay, wow. Yeah. That's, that's really impressive. How, how, are you, how are you feeling about the campaign so far? So you've been doing it for how many months now? So. Well, so we started in November, but it was kind of in a busy time, so we didn't really do much. Yeah. Mm. So we kind of didn't really start it properly before now, because now we started a petition mm. and we made some more plans going. So we have a petition going for like, nearly, I think it's a week today or something. And we've got over 100 signatures. Wow. That's good. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lot for uni students. I send out a survey, I get one in like one response a month. Yeah, it's, it's like, difficult. Well but I've been pushing it a lot. <laughs> and like, hopefully like, through this podcast, you can like, students actually can sign up. So if students right now are listening, they're all really excited to sign your petition. Where could they um, sign up for it? Where could they sign it? I'm pretty sure if you go on People in Planet's website, it should one there I, I, because I've just been sending the link yep. to people and okay. posting on my Facebook and everything so I don't really know how you can access Maybe it outside Facebook or? yeah so it should be on Facebook like just yeah. we actually have our group on Facebook as well called people in Pl- no sweatshop free campaign Oxford Brooks and everyone can join Join that and then yeah. sign the campaign I mean you can put the link in the description or so in it, yeah or we anything. do that afterwards put it in yeah. the description mm. for you guys cool yeah, like focusing on your campaign just in general. Do you think um, that like awareness for stuff like this is just like the only possibility we really have to overcome human rights abuse in our society nowadays? Or to what extent, how do you think it's going to evolve? Well, I think that is the only way of doing it because, I don't know, like... Um, because it's usually like big businesses and everything that's doing this, of mm-hmm. course, too. 
to gain profit. Yeah. <laughs> so they will, of course, start doing it if consumers know about it. Like, what's the point of stopping it? So, of course, it's the same with, like, environments and everything happening and, like, nothing is going to happen if the general person don't know what's going on. But, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not just here for the moral support. Um, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think raising awareness is definitely kind of a pretty key part um, behind it all. Like, you have to... If universities can, sorry, if little groups in universities can start to spread the word, and those yeah. universities can then spread the word themselves, if they start to follow the campaign. Like, I know Electronics Watch have already managed to convince, like, Durham or Bournemouth and Swansea, mm-hmm. those kind of universities have managed to get them to join up. Wow. Um, so they've, they've been doing a lot, uh, and that's, that's massively raised awareness, and what that will do is just kind of kickstart it in the, like, student atmosphere mm-hmm. to build. Did you get... say like the campaign is like trying to aim for young, the younger generation at the moment? Well, yeah, certainly, certainly aimed at kind of students in order to get. Um, so the the kind of idea of the campaign is to track where electronics um, uh, pieces of electronics come from. So so pieces of computer, it will track where that computer has been made from and the different factories it has come through in mm. this process of being made. Um, and if any of those factories are kind of abusing workers' rights, yeah. then Electronics Watch will get onto them and not shut the factory down. It won't, it won't cancel out those people's jobs, but it will just say you've got to treat them more fairly and it will, it will work towards support raising those people's okay. wages. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more like a support campaign rather than yeah, yeah. just in, like, implementing a new strategy. But like in terms of if one of the people listening to the podcast want to buy like an ethically or ethically sourced computer, would, would uh, people on Planet Like have, have something out there that would... Like, like, give information of companies that are already ethically sourced, or is that what they're working towards now? So, I don't think it's kind of for individuals necessarily yet. Um, I think, um, I think university. I think it's mainly aimed at universities because um, for each person uh, to track kind of e- every computer kind of ever made, it's quite difficult. But if they can, um, if like your bulk buying, a university bulk buys from certain mm-hmm. factories, it's easier to track them down. So it's it's more aimed towards. Um, Finding out where like a bulk of um, uh, a bulk of kind of like components are coming from. That's actually quite interesting because normally, like university students, we're always um, familiar with like b- big industry of clothing, for example, H and M, Zara, like producing Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. So actually, thinking about the technological side, about actually the production of computers, mm-hmm. it's it's really weird. And would you think that the workers have the same working conditions, like maybe the children or women in Bangladesh, or? Do you have any information about that? Yeah, so it is mostly like the same as you heard about, about like the apple industry and everything. Um, and of course, like with electronics as well, it's very like toxic and lots of chemicals and it's have caused lots of diseases and problems because of that. And it's still, as in, in the clothes industry, it's, it's a lot of kids and and women and everything. Okay. Yeah, same conditions. Of course, it's different, but almost worse because of like mm-hmm. all the kind of chemicals and everything in it. Mm-hmm. So because yeah. maybe also because there's less awareness yet. Yeah. Whereas with other clothes, um, the factories people, people know it. about yeah. it. People go yeah. and control yeah. those firms. Actually, have control managers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's easier as well, like to raise awareness on clothing mm-hmm. because. I don't know, it's something, like nowadays you buy so often, mm. like I know it myself easy, as well, it's, it's so easy. easy. And you yeah, exactly. the clothing's cheaper so as well. Your dissertation is, uh, I, I hope you don't mind me bringing it up,
know, it's revolved around sweatshops, right? Yeah. Through that primary slash secondary research, how have you? How can you link that to people on planet? Like, what could what, like what what factors do you think link quite? Well, why I think is like important in like first like everything is just that um, it doesn't shut down any factories because that is not a good thing. Like it says everywhere that like stop buying, for example, if you like stop buying anything, that's not going to help anyone because mm-hmm. these people need a job and they need they need an income in mm-hmm. a way. But it, that income doesn't need to be made by abuse. That is the whole point of it, and of course, giving them money that they actually can get money. I think that's a really interesting fact because I haven't yeah. really heard that perspective before. Because people are usually like, if it's not ethically made, let's yeah. shut the company down, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. let's try and protest, make a hard impact. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the way you're looking at it is these people still either way they're making some sort of a living. So maybe yeah. just supporting the campaign and trying to find a way maybe exactly. through people on the planet to actually try and raise the standards. And really that is exactly why I think electronics was just good because they go into the factories and they look how they're doing and if they have a lot of human rights abuses they actually try to, to make the change in that factory and if the factory is going to be difficult they can tell you that you know what electronic like Oxbrooks they have this amount of IT that yeah. will mm. probably be purchased from your factory, but because we have seen how you are treating these people, they don't want to use you anymore, and then it's this kind of big profit you will lose. And I think that is a really good power to make them change. Yeah, good. So rather than stop like stop buying it, you have to mm. make a statement differently. Yeah. So you would just sign, join the campaign, sign the petition, exactly. and just try and speak it out. Yeah, I think mm. one of the I think like. The most amazing thing about it is that it's not actually that expensive. Um, I don't, I'm not entirely sure of how how much it is, but I know it's it's approximately approximately about half of half a year of one student's wages. So, yeah, because so it's, you, need, and, and you need to pay eighteen thousand students at Brooks last year. I think approximately it's really not much to in order to trace and and get kind of like. Um, advocate human rights for all of those eighteen thousand students. It's, yeah. it's eight, really eighteen thousand students who are. Who are Paying a minimum of less than nine thousand pounds, yeah. you've got excluding international students. I think it's easy for uh, the university to have that sort of campaign to make it more ethically. For exactly. example, they've already put campaigns in for the vegan and vegetarian cap and the recycling yeah. cups mm-hmm. and simple things like that to try and make it more environmentally friendly. There's no harm in them uh, putting some sort of funding in place to support sustainable yeah, electronics it's quite easy to look at the kind of just the like raw figure and think actually you know we don't want to do that but if you look at if you keep it in perspective all of the all of the people that it is um, supporting all of the computers around Oxford Brooks that it's it's covering all of these computers yeah. um, it's not just like it's for one student um, so it's not a significant amount of money it's it's, and it's yeah. like definitely worth it in terms of um, the impact that it will make for the people who are making these, um, I think yeah. it works well on both parts. If you if you if you've got public representation of you being ethically responsible, then you kind of have gain more students, which means yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. Brooks does pride itself as being a green uni. It, yeah. it likes to it likes to kind of advocate itself as being as being very kind of environmentally friendly. And you and you do see um, coming in to Abercrombie from the um, JP forum, you you see the kind of like. This is how much, um, how many watts we produce from solar energy and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so I don't see why they should stop. Um, why they should stop there? They should, you know, carry yeah. on. Carry yeah, on. human rights is important yeah. as well. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. it's also like there are eighteen thousand students, but like every single of us, we're in such an over-consuming generation. I mean, from Apple Watch to yeah. high tech, high tech, we all are family members. We all 
everyone's somehow connected with the entire world. So mm. it's just like the message we as an individual bring to the students, but then they also bring to the world, I think. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like yeah. a, it can be like a role model institution if, if other universities see that Brooks is doing such a good thing and the students are loving it and the students are being more happy to, like, happy yeah. within yeah. Brooks, then other universities will think maybe let's, let's implement a strategy that actually... Definitely. Yeah, it is a, like a domino effect, yeah. like mm. definitely. So um just like other questions, if there are some students listening who are like, Okay, this is very interesting, but I also have like another point to maybe raise awareness for. How could they do you have any tips so they could like start it? How could they initiate something? Did you speak to anyone special? Did you get help from anyone particularly? So for us we got help for people in Planet because they have this virtual campaign going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they have some fossil fuel campaign as well, which is more environmental. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have really good help just to like email them. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I think mm. if you if you want to initiate a campaign, find a local, um, you know, find a local regional company or NGO that is doing something related with that. Email them, and I'm sure they would be all for trying to help you start something up. Yeah. Um, if they put your email address in, maybe they can contact you to help you grow your campaign. And, mm. and I mean. Uh, it looks very good on you, you know, being the initiator of, of a campaign. It yeah. looks really good. Especially yeah. being like an environmental campaign with yeah, exactly. this, in this day and age. It looks, yeah. it looks great for It is a CV booster. Like, yeah. it's not even, like, not even for yourself, but it also does help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Mm. Like, in terms of like the current climate, I mean, I mean mm. Brexit, Trump, Trump leaving the Paris Agreement, just simple things like that in the Human Rights Act. How do you think it's like affecting your campaign on a on a student perspective? Do you think people are losing trust or a bit confused with all the information that's out there? So, I think Brexit is um, Brexit has been misleading in so many ways. I think fundamentally in human rights, kind of like treaties and soft laws and stuff like that, won't shouldn't be too affected by it. And I don't think student bodies should have to worry about Brexit in terms of human rights advocacy, advocacy and, and stuff like that. Um, whatever Trump wants to do, he can do. <laughs> no <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> I think he knows that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and you know, stuff like that, it's, it's unfortunate, but there's nothing we can do about it. I think if we just carry on making these kind of campaigns and, and if you can get your university on board with something like this, regardless of things like Brexit or something, it will just get a general, general awareness mm. and, and you will help human rights in those kind of um, developing countries, yeah, regardless of like economic situations in the Western world. Yeah. Would you have done any events then planned in the near future about raising even more awareness and that makes so that students can see and maybe join them? Yeah, so uh, it's something called Behind the Screens, mm-hmm. which is 28th of February. Yeah, and first of March, mm-hmm. and then we will probably make a little stand somewhere in the forum, uh, get out some flyers, get some more signatures for a petition, <laughs> <Sign up. laughs> um, maybe figure out something yeah. more cool as well. Um, we will have a little meeting and talk about it. Yeah. So if you have any yeah. ideas, just let me know. Yeah, yeah any sure. ideas, everything welcome. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are very interested, we can uh, bring these guys back in and discuss your yeah. questions that you yeah with us. definitely some q and a's we should we should organize that as well yeah we can just also maybe just go like on twitter and just start a hashtag or something and then yeah, yeah. 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 that is good, good. Yeah. Is, uh, i don't have a twitter but maybe i need to make one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make one for your campaign yeah <laughs>
right, so that okay, so I think let's uh, let's give it a wrap up on this uh, podcast. Thanks, uh, Jenny and Henry, for coming in. Thank you. It was absolutely fantastic to hear you. If you guys have got any more topics, or if you guys want to get in touch, remember the contact details will be in the description. And just uh, give us some topics for our next podcast. Hope yeah. to hear from you soon. Thank you.